What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast presented by the Broken Anchor with the boys, Andy, Coop, and Cap. I'm one of those, Cap. Andy and the boys. Andy and the boys. How are we doing, Andy and the boys? Andy's not well. <laughs> so imagine being mad when something good happens to Xavier. Oklahoma just beat Texas. That win keeps getting better and better. But it did do something to Andy's parlay. Andy, how are we feeling? Texas is fucking stupid. Is what is the back? point? Texas is not back. No, they're back to mediocrity and just all around ineptitude. We're back. Texas and stupid. What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? Someone's been using his uh, word of the day toilet paper, Andy. Get on you. Ineptitude. Yeah, <laughs> I, like to, I like to use my intellectuality uh, every now and then. <laughs> He says a tough word and then it's just like, what the fuck do I do after after this ridiculous word? Smartest guy in Kentucky, Andy Piccarilla. Um, fellas. Hey, you're in Kentucky now. That's damn, that's damn true. I don't identify with it, though. Uh, fellas, we got a lot of content, actually, believe it or not, for midweek here. Happy Wednesday, by the way, folks. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about. I'd say the hottest debate in sports right now is this Hall of Fame debate. We're going to get into that and talk about some bad people that were good at sports. Uh, we got Championship Sunday in football. We've got a QB offseason from hell. Uh, we've got a Fordham coach that won't wear his shirt or socks that is officially out. And uh, I think we'll talk Xavier basketball a little bit, as well as good sex in the Big East. And and, uh, you know, standing Oklahoma, generally. I think we can all get on board with that. Except Andy. Uh, Lorraine needs to get me some fucking Pepto-Bismol after that one. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Let's get the intro music ready. Lorraine, we are back. We are pumped full of Pepto-Bismol. We have no upset stomachs or diarrhea at all. Fellas, how are we doing? Welcome to the podcast. Fellas, how are we doing, man? You guys good? Yeah, I'm calming down. Uh, I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> the intro music did it for you? Yeah, anytime I hear Andy Mack and <laughs> yeah. that, that um, Selection Sunday, uh, or was sure. one shiny moment music, 100%. It just really That's- cheers me up. That shows the effect that this year has had on us, Andy, when we don't even have like – we can't just come up with one shining moment at the drop of a hat. You know like at the start of football season, you don't know people's names. And you're like, man, if this was like week 10, I'd definitely know like the backup running backs for the Panthers. You know what I'm saying? But it's like week one, you're like, I don't fucking know any names. You couldn't even think of one shining moment. That's how much – that's the toll that this has taken on us, Andy. It's been that's so fucked. fucking long since I've heard it. That's fucked. But like you said, I listen to that intro on a repeat just to go to sleep. You know, some people listen to like calming videos or ASMR, whatever the fuck you're into. We don't kink shame around here, but I just listen to our intro music on repeat. Just and I'm gone in 45 seconds. <laughs> the podcast to, puts you to sleep. We need to put nice in there, by the way, though, because it's like 7169. You need to put nice right in there. It has to go. Um, get on it. Uh, talking to you, Speaking Joe. Speaking of uh, nice – you know, it, it's kind of funny when we start these podcasts, you ask how we're doing and everything, which is very nice. And I feel like 80% of the time you ask that, the follow-up response is Andy's not doing well. Something tragic has happened. 
whether he's come <laughs> down with a virus, whether it's his team losing, whether it's a team he bet on losing. He always has a, <laughs> a disappointed look on his face when we start these podcasts. Well, that's part of the entertainment value, Coop, is it's, and I hope that's like for the people at home too. It's like, you know, sometimes you watch a soap opera just to be like, okay, my life's not that bad. So I bet like people just tune in and be like, okay, I could be Andy, you know, <laughs> it's, that's, that's part of the value we give to people by design. My role on this earth is just to make you guys feel better about yourselves, <laughs> feel smarter, feel prettier. Feel more Andy's, a, Andy's a train wreck. I listen to some of these, like uh, my girlfriend Bang, loves country music. A dump truck I, wreck. I listen to some of these, like I listen to some of these, like country, like love drunk songs or whatever. It's like these just love sick love puppies. I'm like, I bet Andy actually sings this to himself, drunk as fuck, <laughs> like thinking about <laughs> some girl. Um, honestly, Andy. you're not wrong. You should see my daily mix <laughs> on Spotify right now. <laughs> just singing and blaring, like you know that one video. It's like that one kid like screaming, and it's like what song you sing, and he's like just playing like beautiful crazy by luke combs just <laughs> that <laughs> is on my daily mix that song right you, there you hopeless romantic andy piccarello you dog <laughs> I love and, you. Uh, so for for reference um the top four like four in a row are yep. just to see you smile right girl Banger. wrong time promise to love her <laughs> <laughs> slow dance in a parking lot pretty Jesus hard Christ. <laughs> stand alone by morgan wall <laughs> Bro, you need some party up in that, John, bro. You need some king shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's on another mix. Fuck yeah, bro. You need to remember the fuck you are, Andy Picker. You're Andy goddamn Piccarilla. Don't you ever forget it. All right. We'll, we'll hype him up later, Coop, when we get off the show. We'll hype him up on some king shit. Um, can't let him you forget said, who. You said kink shit or king shit? No, we yes. don't shame either way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, we're on the same page. So, fellas, the hottest topic in sports, at least on Twitter tonight, is this Hall of Fame debate. Um, so, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and uh, everyone's favorite neighbor, Kurt Schilling, uh, were all denied uh, admittance into the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Um, what do we think about this, and what's where do you guys stand on this debate here? I think the biggest robbery is that former Cincinnati Red Scott Rowland isn't in. If anyone deserved to be in, it's him. Uh, solely because he played for the Reds and wore number 27, which is the number that Mr. Red wore on the old Reds logo. So Scott wow. Rowan was Mr. Red. Mr. And he's Nugget, not in the Hall of Fame. Him. But, uh, I mean, people just don't like most of the guys that are on the ballot. But it also sucks, though. Just baseball just shoots themselves in the foot anytime there's something cool happening or potentially happening <laughs> major league baseball finds a way to just take people out of it it's just like baseball is toby They're, baseball is the toby flunderson of <laughs> professional sports or maybe any organization in the world just, why are you the way that you are make it so boring <laughs> we should put that sound clip here why are you the way that you are I mean, seriously, anytime I do something fun, you make it not that way. Thanks a lot, that's baseball. What they, that's what they do with blacking out games, and you can't put videos online, the highlights and stuff Remember like that. Remember the bat flip thing from the playoffs? I was just like, dude, let the dudes bat flip. It they is the like most it. stupid fucking thing. Like, I think that's just the old heads of baseball. Like, I don't think – they ever did he get penalized for that? I don't think it was actually like a real, but there was like a huge thing on like social media about it. Yeah, Fernando Tatis. Yeah, he he apologized for it after he did it, and there's no reason to apologize for it. I mean, imagine if like I don't know, say it's the NFL playoffs or something, and like 
I don't know, Stefan Diggs makes an incredible catch and celebrates and then is like, sorry, guys, I shouldn't have celebrated. I should have just Dude. handed the, the official the ball and walked to the sideline and clapped. <laughs> I should have stood at attention and fucking saluted my flag. Like, fuck out of here. Essentially. Like, dude, like, I, there should be, like, a 15-second buffer, especially after a touchdown, for just, like, whatever goes. I mean, as long as you're not, like, taking your pants off, like, who cares? You know what Randy I mean? Like, let, that was that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. I love Randy Moss. I was super here for that. But, like, just takes the fun out of it, man. Like, and if, if it's harmless and it's just whatever, like, who cares? Like, and he's, if, if you're not getting into someone's face or, like, legitimately like, belittling them, if you're just celebrating and, like, getting pumped after you made a huge play, what the fuck's the big deal? Like, Alvin Kamara's cleats. <laughs> he got charged, like, about the wrong things here. k Like, who fucking cares? Like, we have like, people who have, like, we have running backs who kick the shit out of a woman and are playing, but we're worried about someone's cleats. This is random, but I got to say, Andy, your hair the last couple of pods has been the best I've ever seen. Really, because it's we, we been gotta, a fucking mess, dude. We got a seamless transition. You know, normally it's just like goosh. Like two-thirds of the part of the head, it's just goosh is the only word I can think of. Just straight goosh. Uh, but right now we're able to get my hair cut. I think it looks good, man. I'm I'm here for it. Anyway, All I just need, worthy. I just needed to pump you up on some king shit. I don't need you listening to too much beautiful crazy tonight. Um that song though. But I think this I think it's case by case. And, and here's the thing though. I think these all all these guys I think would have made it just based off playing merits. I think we can all agree on that, correct? Pure stats, pure stats, pure playing merits deserve to be in all of them. Uh, Barry Bonds, one of the best of all time, just based off of pure numbers. If not Clemens, the best. If not the best, probably the best. Um, Clemens up there for the pitching for pitchers. Um, maybe not the best of all time, but up there. And, you know, and, and then also Schilling was really, really good, um, even though he's just a colossal douche. But I think a lot of this was just like good guy awards. You know what I mean? And um, But it, it, there's also, it's just like, there's no black or white with that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if he's, bad at all it's like he's not perfect like bonds isn't perfect uh he had the the, the bullshit same with clemens he had the bullshit and Schilling's just like the Schilling douche of a lifetime wall. yeah I, I think with Schilling, i here my uh, my personal ballot i would have had clemens and in, in bonds in and i don't think there's really with bonds i think there's no no way you can keep him out i know the steroid shit but it was it was honestly to a point where it was so prevalent that it's like you can't really you know what I mean? Like everyone was doing it. And it's well, see, like, we here, here we have like, you know, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds played against each other. Right. Like two They're guys both on roids. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Doesn't help your hand eye coordination. Doesn't help your beautiful swing. Bonds and... would have been a hall of famer with or without it. I yeah. think we all know that. I mean, yeah, he definitely. was, he would have been one with or without it. And, and that doesn't mean like whatever, like that doesn't mean it's like not tainted and all that bullshit, whatever the fuck you're going to say. He wouldn't have hit 762 home runs, but he was still a good home run hitter already. He was a 30-30 guy. Yeah, he probably would have had like 10, 30, 30 seasons, but like, but at the same time though, he, come on, like it's his, he was so good that you can't keep him out. Excuse me, catch it. I'm getting a little sick too. I told Coop we should have quarantined. He talked me out of it. The 5G goddess Coop, Uh, these goddamn G's fucking with us. So excuse me a little bit, but uh. Anyway, I think he and Clemens belonged in without without question. And to me, I think that and you know I have my side of the, of this argument and you know how I view things. I I think Schilling has done enough to fuck himself over. I like, think he's talked himself out of it. And it's and it's funny because like some people say like there's like that, there's that saying that's like um you can either like you can either have people think you're an idiot or open your mouth and prove them right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that kind of deal where it's like, you can either think I'm an idiot or if I open my mouth and prove it correct. Like Schilling, if you would just would have shut up, would have been in the hall of fame. That's kind of what we, we do on a, a weekly basis, twice <laughs> exactly. a week. We prove everybody right. 
<laughs> but I, I think Schilling now asked to be removed from the ballot. He did. I think that came out tonight that he wants removed from the future well, ballots. I didn't see it from him because I'm blocked, but you're blocked by Kurt Schilling. Oh fuck Are yeah, I am. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm blocked by wow. Kurt Schilling. It's honestly a hell of an accomplishment. We went back and forth. By... You went back and forth with Kurt Schilling. Yeah, we went back and forth for a while. From Londo oh, wow. to fucking Kurt Schilling, he is gone the whole canvas. <laughs> so I get not with just, everybody. So you don't just get in arguments with guys with two followers. No, no, I, I get in arguments with professional athletes. And you don't Londo. discriminate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was, this, what was this argument about? Um, Trevor Bauer. What about really? him? Uh, like, so I mean, Kurt Schilling just thinks Trevor Bauer's like, like Tre- Trevor Bauer sucks and is not good because of his like career four ERA. Um, and that's like, why he won the Cy Young. Yes, yes. Um, so Kurt Schilling is like very much against advanced stats, mm. and he was kept comparing himself to Trevor Bauer. Uh, which the best part is if, um. Kurt Schilling's advanced stats are miles ahead of Trevor Bauer's, but Trevor Bauer is actually better statistically um, through through age thirty than Kurt Schilling was without advanced stats. But no Kurt shit. Schilling, like, he just refused stats. to acknowledge it. He, That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so good that you got in an argument with Kurt Schilling. That's, That's it. fantastic. That's a good story. I don't know how we have never heard that before how have you never all the things that you bring up all the time how have you never brought up your argument with kurt schilling i mean you're not a baseball guy so okay i'm not like a politics guy either but if you met fucking barack obama i'd be like i want to know that story Uh, there's probably things that andy's hiding from us someday someone very famous is going to come up like the pope (laughs) or something and andy's gonna be like oh yeah i'm blocked by him we got oh yeah when i had that weekend retreat to the vatican you know i was hanging with the pope (laughs) we were just flowing dro and playing fucking mario (laughs) like what he said it's in front of the dump trucks oh yeah you don't like religion life (laughs) yeah i don't like religion but i want to hear a story about the fucking pope and blowing dro get the fuck out of here (laughs) fucking andy you're a mystery box andy i love it but yeah i think it's ridiculous and i think that baseball is just in a rough spot dude like baseball has really really dug themselves in a tough spot as far as like how they've marketed the game that's the problem it's the lack of marketing of the game they don't market it and And they fuck over their young stars too like look what the nba does with their stars like you 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 are seeing colin sexton everywhere right now like you are seeing sexland everywhere (laughs) as you fucking should right and then like all we hear about fernando tatis who's one of the best young stars that is that's up and coming right now. And he's going to be the face of the MLB here soon. All we hear about is how he needs to be more respectful to the unwritten rules, how he's playing the game the fuck wrong the way. unwritten rules. Yeah, like, fuck your unwritten rules. Shut Every, up your goddamn ass. And everything's destined to grow and change and evolve, man. Like, Lao Tzu, man, those who are, who are you know, resistant to change, you know, just get fucked over. That's not the exact quote, but that was awesome. <laughs> I forgot the whole quote, so I just said get fucked over. Yeah, dude, you, you got to let it happen, man. Like, it's happened in every single sport. Like, football's evolved and changed. NBA's evolved and changed a fuck ton, and they've been huge beneficiaries for that. Um, so I think it's just kind of ridiculous. But baseball, what can you do? Uh <laughs> Start putting fucking three – start putting conies in fucking helmets. That's, that's what I'll tell you to do. I think start. part of it too is all of the minor league teams because you'll have these young guys and stuff and they're trapped in the minor leagues for years. Even if they're major league ready, True. they have to pay their dues a lot of the times. And they'll be a major league ready player playing in double A, then triple yep. A, then finally make the majors and stuff like that. Like Vlad Jr. was in triple A for 
probably, I don't know, half a season too long easily. It slows the growth of the sport. It slows the growth, and then it cuts down on their time. And then, I mean, if you look at the NBA, I mean, the young stars, like you mentioned, Colin Sexton are like household names to anyone who has or watches ESPN or Fox Sports. But then baseball, I mean, if you ask even, I don't know, a stranger about just – fairly famous players, maybe sure. not Mike Trout or Bryce Harper or something, but I mean, a lot of people just don't know the players, don't know the sport. Dude, I, I think you're right. Fan who Boba Shed is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I think you're right, bro. I think if you ask like a casual sports fan who didn't have a lean towards either sport, you know, name 10 NBA players or name 10 baseball players, I think you might get like 20 NBA players before you get like five. Dude, I honestly, off the top oh, of my head, other than Reds, I can probably name like 10 to 15 MLB players. And I used to like collect baseball cards when I was a kid. Like I used to be a big baseball fan. Like baseball was maybe my favorite sport growing up. I mean, basketball is always my favorite sport, but like baseball is number two. Like it was the sport I was best at. Like I love baseball and it's just become a sport that's just not, it just is, I think it's devolved over time and it just hasn't kept up. I feel like every other sport has like evolved and grown. And I just don't know if baseball's done that. And also too, I was in the Navy, so I couldn't really follow a 162 game season, but like, you know, I think I'll try to get back into it and I'll always love going to games and have great memories of, you know, summer days at the ballpark. You know what I mean? Last stuff is timeless, but like the sport in and of itself just doesn't resonate with me like it used to, you know what I mean? I just feel like it hasn't grown. I think if I didn't grow up playing baseball and around baseball, I don't think I could just hop into it and be interested. Like I can't, I've tried to get into the NHL and stuff, but I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm in my mid twenties. I don't have time to root for a new team and get invested. (laughs) You don't want to start rooting for the Islanders. Come on, let's go. (laughs) Big, big, uh, BJ's guy. Blue Jackets. Who's not? Oh, okay. Blue Jackets. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> I'm not king shaming out here. Yeah, but I just think, you know, maybe I'll throw in some big league chew, you know, this summer and we'll go to a game, bring glove and, you know, do the whole cotton yeah, you gotta, candy. You gotta get your cleats, put on some eye black. Get yeah, your glove do, on. do the Mr. Reds mm-hmm. race and all that yeah. kind of fun stuff and get back into it. I love going to games. We should go to games, by the way, this summer if it, if it opens up. But I'm, all, that, I'm all down. That's neither here nor there. Let's talk about uh, a very, very popular uh, American sport, probably one a little bit more popular than baseball currently. And that's foosball uh we had some bangers this weekend um that were kind of crazy just met the broad so this fucking tom brady guy we can't we can't get rid of him uh i i I keep saying this i've said it for like the last like five years like you guys remember when brett Favre was on his last leg with like minnesota and he was just using a walker to get up and down the on i remember him up and down crawling off the field he was like 37 dude like 37, 38. I think he was 37 with the, with the Vikes. Did he go to the Jets the next year or was it Jets, then Vikings? It was, it was, um, it was Packers, Jets, Jets, then Vikings. Vikings. All right. So, yeah, you're right. I think Jets was 37, Vikings was 38. But, like, dude, he was – <laughs> Tom's 43. And you really wouldn't notice a huge difference between him now and a decade ago. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And don't get me wrong. That team is fucking loaded. And it was, in, it was just insane watching that defense just put him in, you know, fantastic positions all game long. But we can't get rid of this fucking guy, man. Like, that was my only rooting interest was just against Tom Brady. And like, I mean, I've, I've gotten to the point where you're like, you know what? This guy is just the fucking greatest we've ever seen. Why not just let it let him ride it out and I'll, I'll root for him now. I, I grew up – I spent most of my time in my life rooting against against him. I'm I'm done. I'm done with it. He just – You're leaning into it now. And I'm just going with it. Like, he's the greatest we've ever seen. I'm just going to appreciate the greatness. So, I really didn't have a rooting interest on Sunday. Shit. Andy's cave. I, I think it's kind of gotten to the ago, point dude. with like 
with like Alabama football where it's like, okay, they're, they're going to win their titles. There's nothing you can do about it. It doesn't matter who's out there. If you spend your time getting pissed about it, you're just going to spend your entire life pissed because it's going to happen. It's just fun to root against Brady. Like, it happens. I know it's inevitable, and it's like, well, fuck. Here we go again. But, like, I thought this was going to be different. Like, it's a brand-new team. It's hard to integrate into a brand-new system as a fucking quarterback. Football is not basketball. Basketball, I feel like, is much more seamless. You st- there's still a lot that goes into it. But, like, football, man, is really, really tough. Learning a brand-new scheme, brand-new players, brand-new chemistry. That's tough. I mean, it helps when you have Antonio fucking Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, fucking Chris Godwin. Doesn't hurt. And then, um, um, like the a couple of those guys weren't even his top guys. I mean, Cameron Brait was his favorite tight end all. And all Scotty, year. dude. The, Scotty, dude, Scotty is Miller. I love those pride fucking names. Of Bowling <laughs> Green, <laughs> pride of Bowling Green State, Bowling Green, Kentucky, or Bowling Green State University. Bowling Green State University, the college in which I proudly attended for one year. The home of the Cleveland Browns colors. Exactly. <laughs> Burnt orange and brown. <laughs> pride and joy. <laughs> So, yeah, Tom Brady just loves those Mac receivers. Julian Edelman walked so fucking Scotty Miller could run, baby. Love <laughs> it. And, Love it, dude. But really the best part about um, uh, Brady's season this year is, like, he has all these weapons, so he's really not finishing the job with his hand, but more of his head game. I mean – He's a coach. Watch yourself. There. There, there's a joke there. I'm not sure where it is. <laughs> there's definitely a joke there. It did have a double on. That, there was, that was a double entendre. Yeah, there was definitely something there. I'll get back to you on that. I'll tweet it out later uh, when I find out what it was. Uh, <laughs> and, and don't they have OJ Howard out too? Didn't he go out early uh, in the season? Um, yeah, or they traded him? Did he, I think I thought they traded him. I think so too. I mean, that would be ridiculous to have Gronk, Cameron Brady, and OJ Howard. Right. I could be wrong. Uh, but that's just ridiculous. Cameron Brady's underrated, dude. He's actually really good. Um, and then two dudes. And then obviously Patrick Mahomes is good at sports. We know that. Wait. Uh, I was who? some guy named Mahomes. Oh. Oh, oh from Kurt. the State Farm. Yeah, State yeah. Guy. yeah, the State yeah. Farm guy with the haircut. Yeah, he's Holmes not here. The Patrick Patrick Price guy. Uh, I was really pulling for the for the Bills, man. I thought that was gonna be a good game. I was pulling for the Bills just because I like I, I'm starting to root against dynasties and. Like, I just, just like John Allen and the Bills, man. I, I I like seeing different teams win, but and the Bills are just fun all season. They're really really easy to root for, um, and it ended up not working out that way. But I almost brought it, dude. I mean, Mahomes he had a horrible concussion and then that awful turf toe. Like I was anticipating him being off, dude. He fucking brought it. I was impressed. He's, he's not off. No, he was not <laughs> off. <at all. laughs> no narrator he was not off um and but, then and then and then so that covers my thoughts on games if you guys have any more thoughts on games hit me well um browns fans decided to use that game to show their idiocy they're like Baker they is legitimately better think, than josh allen i don't know in what world they actually believe this but <laughs> the guy i was like, thrown off by the baker burrow shit i was like i feel like it's pretty obvious that big like burrow's better i mean not crazy better but i thought it was pretty obvious Josh Allen's in another fucking planet. Josh Allen was their passing game and their running game. Like, He's so good. Their leading rusher out, outside of Josh Allen the other day was Darius Singletary with 17 yards. Their running backs are not good person. Garbage. Like, they I need was, to um, <laughs> Najee Harris immediately. In fantasy, I was juggling between, like, Zach Moss and Singletary all season. They were fucking horrible. Oh, so bad, dude. Oh, fuck. They're terrible. They're bad. And then we have a QB offseason from hell, boys. There is going to be a crazy, crazy game of musical chairs going on. We've got Matt Stafford already out. And I think you're really seeing, like, a huge exodus in, like, a lot of old guard kind of quarterbacks. Uh, so I think it's going to be a crazy offseason for musical chairs, boys. It definitely will be. 
But I do want to jump back to the Bills just for one second here. Of course. Another player that I think is a ton of fun to watch is Cole Beasley. <laughs> and Andy, I know you have some thoughts we kind of talked about before we hit record on Cole Beasley. Not to be confused with Pam, but what you got? <laughs> so Cole Beasley, and I don't know how I forgot this. Um, that dude is a gamer. That dude's tough as shit. Did you get an argument with him on Twitter? I did not. No, I, he's, he's a good dude, so I'm not going to argue with him. He's not an ass clown, with, and he has more than three followers. Um, <laughs> he so, got a clown on his ass. But he played that game, and this is probably why the Bills lost. He was not 100%. He played that game with a partially broken fibula. Fibula. <laughs> fibula. Tibula. Tibia. Tibula. Clavicle. Labia. That a boy. So yeah, he played that with a partially broken leg. That is tough as hell. I mean, not as tough as podcasting with COVID, but it's up there. Way up there for sure. I'd say like a seven. If 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 podcasting with COVID's a ten, I'd say like a solid seven. Solid yeah. six point nine. So yeah. Andy is the Cole Beasley of podcasters. People are saying that. I've heard that. And it, it definitely was not here either. Streets are talking, boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I don't even know where to go. <laughs> Coop, I'm calling on you. You're the uh, – But, uh, you're, yeah, you're back guy. to the musical chairs with NFL <laughs> quarterbacks. There's going to be a lot oh, of moving What a pieces. shot to Cole Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> Losers, Cole Beasley. Sell stock now. <laughs> Sell stock now. Oh, my fuck. He, is not, he is not GameStop. He is not GameStop. Sock. Did you guys see that shit? GameStop. That's insane. <laughs> fuck elon musk tweeting out game stonk that's my fucking guy he tweeted out about etsy too and two minutes afterwards etsy was going through the roof after hours it's fucking insane i gotta turn his notifications on man elon muskies fuck holy smokers ain't no joke is my dudes Wait, so is that where we're sending our 38 dollars i mean we might as well follow Honestly, musk man probably should Just throw it all into games <laughs> that game big. stonks Game stomps and fucking Bitcoin, boys. <laughs> to the yeah. fucking moon. We'll be loaded in like 2060, though. Uh, all right, boys. So, yeah, what do you guys think about this Russian roulette uh, offseason we're working with, with with quarterbacks here? Any big Dwayne moves Haskins, you guys think we're coming up? Dwayne Haskins in Pittsburgh. I mean, they found their quarterback of the future. I think that's a pretty good hit for them. An underrated I think good so. Hit. Absolutely. And then, I mean, the draft's going to be exciting. Uh, Trevor Lawrence probably going to Jacksonville. Uh, the Jets, if Sam Darnold's their future, I feel horrible for them. Um, you'll have Justin Fields and Zach Wilson out in the draft, everything like that. The Falcons probably need to start thinking about a new quarterback. I'm hoping, as an Ohio State fan, I'm hoping Justin Fields goes to Atlanta. Maybe some defense out there. Cool. I don't know. Maybe someone hey, it might. Down. It might help a little hey, bit. But what do you guys think about this Deshaun Watson? Got too, the old guys. I don't know. I don't know. I, I heard he's wanting to go to Miami or, or the Jets, which he I said, I don't um, know where the, that he came prefers from. the Jets over Miami. I wonder really? why that is. What well, makes you, what would make anyone want to go to the Jets? Sala. Maybe, maybe the market. Well, that's all that's I can true. think of. New York. That's all. Yeah. The new coach, perhaps. I, I, I'd feel, I feel like Miami. people want to play for him. And so, Honestly, I'm hoping I'm hoping Watson goes to the Jets. Oh no, I'm hoping he doesn't go to the Jets, so they draft a quarterback or trade back, so that way Pina Sewell falls. 
to Cincinnati. But if he doesn't, then we get Jamar Chase anyway. So it's all we'll be fine either way. But it's um, gonna be fun. I don't know about you guys. I love offseason moves. Like I'm, it's I'm here be for exciting. The, the one I'm really thinking about is Matt Stafford to the Colts. I could see, see it. it. Yeah, because I really like the Colts seem to have a mold of quarterbacks, and Jacob Eason is not ready, and Brissett is not it. Uh, if this was Madden. I'd be begging Andrew Luck to come back. Right. Well, you think about Andrew Luck, <laughs> Philip Rivers, and then Dude. like who's just like that and a very talented quarterback, Matthew Stafford. He's got a stronger I mean, arm. Retirement, than retirement, retirement. You think there's a chance of that? I would. I, I think there's a very high chance of it. Honestly, it just really? makes so much sense to me and my genius brain that <laughs> had to be Matt, said. Matt Stafford to the Colts. It's happening. Market right now on the Roll Blob podcast. If he retires, that'd be pretty wild, man. Like, how old? How old's Matt? Is he not? He's not that old, right? No, he's not old. He's not. He's not extremely old. Probably like young thirties, I would say. Yeah, um, he just yeah, got something paid. Like that, probably. Like something about the Lions, man, just makes players retire ago. early, dude. God, bro, I, I, I'm still pissed about Calvin Johnson. He was gonna be like one of the best receivers of all Harry time. Sanders yeah. and Calvin Johnson. There's a name we really don't talk about much is Calvin Johnson. Dude, he gets he's he forgotten so about. He really gets forgotten about how fucking dominant he was. He was so dominant. And then my saddest news of the day, boys, there was a huge opening. Massive, massive, big opening, if you will. You think I'm a huge for a huge big East school. So you're saying this chance. The Fordham Rams, my dudes. They've had a coaching vacancy. Our boy, uh, what the fuck's his name? Andrew Newbauer has gone down. Yes. Uh that guy has <laughs> gone. <Jeff Neubauer. laughs> Who the fuck Andrew, is Andrew? Andrew, Andrew Jeff, potato, potato, whatever. They're all synonymous. Ah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Newbauer, this fucking guy, the guy that <laughs> the guy that has no shirt, no shoes on, in that one that one fucking picture. That's no shirt, no shoes, here. and a lot of problems. That is very true. That is very true. He's no Kenny Chesney. Uh, he is out, and it's going to be huge for them. I mean, they really need a guy that can uh, support a Big East program over there. And you know, I, the question has to be asked: Do you think they have a chance of poaching Dave Leda? I, I think it's Wojo's job. You do? Yes. That's his. That's his. Always heard he was next stone. in line. He was, he was always next in line at Fordham. <laughs> We'll see, yeah, boys. that's what I've heard. And then I saw news today that broke my heart. Our, my, our boy Bobby Gonzalez, my, my pin tweet guy, Good Sex in the Big East, founder of Good Sex in the Big East, is officially out of the running for the Fordham job. So we really could have had some really good sex in the Big East. Good Sex in the Big Good Sex would not be coming back to the Big East, which is very, very sad. <laughs> and if you need the joke explained to you, there was this huge joke uh, from this fucking Instagram <laughs> fucking thing that Xavier needed to be taken out of the Big East and Fordham needed to be added um, to get Because of Fordham's York. massive market. Yeah, because their massive market up there. Uh, where are they, New York or Boston? I think they're 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 in New York. They New also York. wanted to add Boston University to get oh, that Boston market that has that is not UConn. UConn Boston market, that market is fucking delicious, by the way. <laughs> you got to get that Boston market. That is good stuff. Roblob Pod brought to you by Boston Market. <laughs> <laughs> Your ad here, shameless bag droppers. Hey, thirty three dollars can't lie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. Can't Everyone lie. knows where our minds at. We know they know <laughs> that we are here to make that money. We are all about the cash. We will never if you hide want that in. an ad in this podcast for any reason. We will advertise whatever product or service it is, <laughs> no matter how unholy. 
and we will do it for literally any amount of money. We should start doing Joe Rogan where he just like does like seven minutes worth of ads to start his podcast, <laughs> but do it for just like some local Joe fucking schmo down the street giving us like nine bucks a pop <laughs> for, like a six, for like a six minute it. ad to start the fucking podcast. Or like, you know, those YouTube fucking like creators who have their channels where it's like literally an ad like every 45 seconds. We'll start doing that. <laughs> Whatever works. Unskippable, baby. Right, hey, before it, the intro, then right after the intro. If it's six bucks three ways, I'm, I'll do it. Two bucks a pop. Easy. Six bucks three ways? That's Dude, a night. I can just fucking hack into Elon's Twitter account, fucking hype up some game stonk, throw my two bucks into there, I'm fucking loaded. Easy money. I mean, there's, there's a fucking plan to this shit, boys. And then <laughs> I think my favorite fucking thing of the entire, the entire week, or at least the weekend, at least from the football weekend, was following Dick Vitale. <laughs> Lorraine! <laughs> All the Pepto pictures, bro. Like, I love the first picture. It's him and Lorraine, and they're just fucking chilling. And then there's the one where he's just got the eyes wide. He's on the fucking couch, like, oh, shit. And I love the fact that I look at the fucking bottle, max strength. <laughs> like, I, I had to go through, because I made a meme, to find that exact bottle. There's, like, five different varieties. That's the strongest one. He's chugging max strength pepto Bismol during a fucking game. And I can just see him like, Lorraine, I need more Pepto, baby! Like, bro, like, I feel, dude, Lorraine is the MVP of the day. Like, I can't imagine how much Pepto that man fucking drank. And why is Pepto not sponsoring Dick Vitale? Like, that is Obvious just money. Sin. Obvious money. Like, if pepto Bismol's Twitter account, which I do have, it has a check mark, by the way. I tweeted at if, it. If they started like a campaign, dude, if I'm if I'm Pepto, I'm going crazy with like a dicky cam during the fucking Super Bowl. Like I'm blasting out on Twitter. That shit would go buck wild, bro. That shit would be huge. If Pepto started sponsoring Dick Vitale, that'd be awesome. Be the best thing to happen since the pandemic started, no doubt. And bro, like you know, for the college football playoff, like you know how many fucking like ways you can watch a fucking game. You have like Sky Cam, like Blimp Cam, fucking Underground Cam, fucking Sexy all Cam, yeah, Kink Cam, all these fucking cams here. Exactly. Like, can we not get a fucking Dick Vitale stream? Like, free the stream and get me Dick Vitale. I want to hear him screaming for Pepto Abysmal during the Super Bowl. I need that shit. That'd be phenomenal. I know I'd definitely be tuned into that. What's <laughs> What's funny about it though? If I'm watching a game that I'm invested in and I'm getting nervous for, like my stomach doesn't start hurting. I don't have cramps or heartburn or indigestion or upset stomach or diarrhea. Or diarrhea. But you're not like, Dick Vitale. You haven't uh, been maybe, screaming maybe for 45 thing. years. Uh, that's true. He has but been screaming. My heart rate just goes up and I get, I don't know, I, I'm nervous. I'm not like... I don't have the urge to go shit my brains out, though. Like, I don't need Pepto-Bismol. That makes one so of them. It's an interesting choice by him, unless I've ate too many Cholitos beforehand. But that, uh, do I don't know. Just something Wait, maybe he's Maybe he's using his diaphragm for all the awesome babies, the diaper dandies. I mean, he has used a lot, a lot of lung capacity in his day. You know, and maybe it's bumping up against that gut. You never know, causing some upset stomach, indigestion, diarrhea, you know, the whole gauntlet. They look, by the way, on the commercials, they look way too happy to be talking about upset stomach and diarrhea. <laughs> they are just like loving life talking about diarrhea. <laughs> Speaking of diaper dandies, it's like the adult exactly. diaper commercials. They're like so happy to be like, ever since I switched to these, no one's noticed. <laughs> just so happy. Dickie V's diapers were not dandy. I promise you that. They were not dandy diapers. But, yeah, that was just fucking hilarious, and God God bless his wife. And this was the first time I ever knew he had a wife. 
Dickie V laying low key with the love life. I'm here for it. Dick Could by P? Dickie V? You know, is Dick Vitale the new James Harden? I don't does he, know. Does he? Pull? I'm not saying he's not. He might. Oh, he might hey. Have a gr- uh, I, I got a Twitter reply from Dickie V like probably eight years ago by now. That's actually true. Did you get an argument I, uh, with him? Yeah, did he no, block you? He, no. <laughs> I, uh, I tweeted like him and like Dan Shulman oh. were calling a game and like, I don't know. I was probably like a freshman in high school. Twitter was kind of new, and I was like, "Hey, Dickie V, you called a good game, or something like that." And he replied, "Thanks." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is insane!" <laughs> and like my profile picture, my AVI was the Xavier logo. I'm like, "That means he knows me. He knows Xavier." And I like screenshot it. I put it on Facebook and stuff. I'm like, "Dick Vitale, talk to me." And I just, I thought I was shit. Thanks. I went to school Holy the next shit. day with like my head held high and everything. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm friends with Dick Vitale. So. You should have gotten on his shirt, just quotes. Thanks, Dick Vitale. <laughs> Meta World Peace. Wished me a happy 16th birthday once. I thought I was like, shit for that. I mean, you are yeah. the shit for that. I've been like, trying to find a World Peace Lakers jersey for, I don't know, however I'm long ago. I've I'm starting to think we're going to have to split our $33 95.5 now. I think you might be a little overqualified for this podcast. <laughs> You know, I've thought that for a while. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you yeah. for making some time for the little people. I mean, I'm the only one without the connections. I mean, Andy's getting arguments with fucking Kurt Schilling. <laughs> Coop knows fucking meta and fucking Dick Vitale. I'm the fucking well, third got, wheel here. You got the Jonas Hayes birthday shout out. That is true. That is true. But and I would never diss just Jonas Hayes. He's no Dickie V. He's better. He's above Dickie V. I think we'd all agree with that. He's better than Dickie V. I'm really yeah, glad that Dick Vitale. Dickie v a happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love Jonas's fucking random ass birthday shows, dude. It's he slowed down a little bit recently. I can tell. I think well, he's it's actually probably a slow time of the year. Like the, the family, they probably all, all got born at the same time. That's very true. How many people can get like, can get born at one time? It's wild, <laughs> dude. I love that picture in my head of his like family Zoom call. I just can't even imagine, like, and Jonah's trying to moderate, like, <laughs> 300 fucking people. Now, Cousin Larry, I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> now, hold on, Aunt Matilda. <laughs> like, and he's so, like, peaceful and shit. Like, he's the best. Um, and then I think a quick – I think it's officially time to start thinking about Xavier basketball a little bit. This is my last little bit here before I wave the white flag. Um, it's, I think it's finally time we can start kind of thinking about Xavier basketball, again, and it not being, like, completely depressing. Because to be real with you, I didn't even want to think about it because I was just like, it's so far fucking away. I don't even want to think, fucking think about it yeah, yet. We, like, I still have not even – I haven't even grasped that we played basketball on Friday because I, yeah. I don't want to get my hopes up. I who, hopes I, up I'm going to be time. completely real with you. I don't know who we play. Butler. 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 Okay, that, that would have been my guess. I thought Butler it was Butler at 630 on Friday. We would have played Georgetown today. Yes. Um, I logged Thank on to the message boards for the first time in like two weeks today just to get a look. Just to get a look. There's nothing going on. Um, it's just been, it's been tough. Like, but at the same time, like I just I haven't really been. It's been kind of outside out of mind. I'm what do you mean? There's busy. nothing going on. They're arguing about the AP poll right now. I mean, what better to, to argue about than a pointless fucking <laughs> metric? Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that, boys. And then, uh, oh yeah, Kentucky sucks. Oh, yes. They are not nice. They are on the naughty, a.k.a. the not nice list. They could have gone, as Andy pointed out, great nugget from Andy. They could have gone six and nine with a win tonight, which would have put them in my bracket. Um, But I think now they're officially they're officially done. I think that's it. Yeah, it's wrapped. It's wrapped. Put a fork in them. Put a fork in them. They're done. They are done. It's over. They had a chance to be nice, man. But 
They're on that not they, nice. They chose trip. naughty. The that, naughty they life did. didn't choose them. They chose the and naughty life. And we don't kink shame around here, but you know, there's certain <laughs> criteria, like Isaiah Thomas would say, to get in, and they're not meeting those criteria. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Uh, you know, better luck next year. I'm loving this year of college basketball, by the way. It is I'm fucking loving like and Duke. Duke. Yeah. What? Yeah. The best part is that Duke has I think, <laughs> played Georgia Tech. I don't remember when, but if they lose to Georgia Tech, they're going to be below 500 in basketball. That's insane, dude. Yeah, they're on the wrong side of the bubble, man. Like, it's just weird looking at the bubble and seeing, like, Duke, like, last four out. I'm like, fuck. North Carolina. I'm not they're there at all. Michigan State's on the bubble. I know. They honestly shouldn't be. I think their name's keeping them alive. Um, And I don't think they're terrible, but they just haven't done what they've needed to do to get in the tournament. They have Uh, some bad losses and not really any good. Their best win is Notre Dame. Which, in any sport, just not that good of a win. Uh, (laughs) Kind of walked into that one. And then uh, in kind of shitty new, I don't know how to even, you know, intro this, but it is Kobe day. Um, this is the day that last year he passed away. I was on the boat at the time and I remember hearing, or actually I had like a little bit of internet and loaded it up. I was on Twitter fucking refreshing cause I'm a Twitter psycho and I refreshed it and saw it like multiple times. And like, I was like, that's, that can't be real, you know? Yeah. And then, um, and this was when I was on the ship. So like no one has internet pretty much. And, um, the internet shut off after like five minutes and I saw like my first like couple verified sources saying it. And I was like, no fucking way. Like didn't really believe it. And then like, I was like, yo, like guys, Kobe's dead. Like I, I'm like 99% sure. And everyone's like, dude, no, you're full of shit. I was like, I'm, I'm telling you. And then like the next day there was like sports center on at the, uh, at the galley. And it was like the biggest news story, you know, nonstop for like a week. And, no no uh, one yeah, was going to forget where they were when they found out. No, I, I think that's yeah. one of those things you, you don't forget. And, uh, you know, hopefully today was a good day of like, just, you know, remembering his legacy and just, you know, it's just fucking sad. I mean, that's the thing about life sometimes is it's just like, I'm not a huge, like karma person. I'm not a huge, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge, like religion person. Sometimes shitty stuff just happens, dude. And that's just a shitty fucking thing, you know, for such a beloved person and his fucking daughter, you know, to, to die. And sometimes that's just, reality is just that really fucking awful stuff happens and that's all it's a tragedy you know it's it's a horrible fucking thing and it just was shocking yeah and i think we all kind of feel the same way and in my mind kobe was about as untouchable a person as there was i mean still in fucking unreal physical condition um just like his persona you know and like how he carried himself i mean he just seemed untouchable you know like it's really hard to be more confident than kobe bryant was just the way he the way he was perceived, I, I mean, he just seemed untouchable. And then you think about all the money he has. So, it, it's just like something that I was just like, it would take – and to his mentality. I mean, you saw him play. Like, I bet you, like, the will to live in that man was insane. Like, it would have taken what it took, just a catastrophe to take him down. And it's and it's really sad. And I was never a Kobe Bryant basketball fan, but I was a huge Kobe Bryant the person fan. Um, I hated him when he was playing, to be honest with you. I was a LeBron fan. I couldn't stand the Lakers. I couldn't stand Kobe Bryant. But holy fuck do I respect him as a competitor. I was one of them where I felt like if I liked LeBron, I couldn't like Kobe. So I grew up most of my life hating Kobe and just thought he was just an arrogant dickhead out there. And then the like the down years, the Lakers started when Brandon Ingram was was a rookie and like, I just see him leading everybody out there. And I'm like, okay, this dude was one of the most clutch guys. He, and he's showing that he's not actually a selfish, arrogant player. He just plays. He's not, he's not, he's not that way. Really he just plays that way to win and just has that. He's just built different than everybody else. And he's, but in reality, he's a humble leader out there. And I, I flipped the switch immediately. 
And for, for his last four years, like, I was one of the biggest Kobe guys and just really started to figure out, like, who exactly he was as a person. And you know, he was someone that just – I like, I, I really don't have I don't, words like that. Yeah, the, I mean, it's just a hard like, thing to verbalize. he had at that point. And then, too, it just sucks, too, because he said – I think he had a ton in front of him, too. Because basketball is just half of your adult life. I mean, and Kobe played for – 20 fucking years. I mean, he came in as a fucking kid. He came in 18 out of fucking Lower Marion High School and then retired at what, like 40? He was in the league for he was in the league for longer than he had been alive before coming into the league. I mean, that was pretty much all he knew. Um, so I mean it's it's sad because he, he was working on so many cool projects and stuff, and I know he was a really like passionate dad. I just think he had so much left, you know, and so much to do. Um, well, he had so much uh he had so much that, that that's a big thing was he had so much being a dad left. Like he had, that's the worst part. Yeah. Leaving people yeah. behind, of course. Like he, sure. um, his oldest daughter, like she, he, she was in high school. He wanted to finish. Like he still had to finish out watching her finish her volleyball career. And then, of course, Gigi, she had so much to accomplish that yeah. she was absolutely going to. And then he has that youngest one. Like he had so much fathering left to do that. That's the saddest part, because because Kobe. I mean, as sad as that is, that Kobe passed away, and it's couldn't be more sad i mean he'd still like lived his life you know like he had he had become a man and he had lived his life and he had lived his passion you know what i mean like and he was still really young like young 40s but he still got to like live his nba dream and do all that kind of stuff super still super sad still way too young but like for kids who haven't even be like had the chance even to become adults and to like figure out who they are and you know live out you know that that's the part that saddens me the most and as, as sad as that is and then too you know just vanessa losing a husband you know the, the daughters losing a father. I mean, that stuff is just incredibly, incredibly sad and will change their lives forever. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, just dealing with those kind of stuff in, in real life, hopefully it's something that, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be years until they kind of find a new normal, but hopefully it's something that they can channel and, you know, and, and continue to, to honor his legacy. And then too, it was just kind of a day for me, just kind of just realizing like how important everything is and how precious everything is. I mean, I mean, I don't get in a lot of helicopters, but it's like fucking if Kobe Bryant can fucking pass away on a moment's notice, like, <laughs> fuck you know what i mean like there's just so much unknown and i think it's really underrated how, how fragile life can be and i think it was just kind of like a reminder of that and then just kind of celebrating him and his mindset and stuff like that and kind of how he lived his life to the fullest and stuff so i was just trying and to it's honor him pretty crazy too like after it happened i mean i'm probably in the majority here but i was watching the pro bowl and um uh, like just sitting on the couch my roommate came out he's like hey man did you see this and he showed me a, like a tweet it's actually from 700 WLW of all sources, which is weird. Right. But, um, you know, it was like a minute old and it said, breaking news, Kobe Bryant has been killed in a helicopter accident. I'm like, there's no way. Like their Twitter account got hacked or something. It's just something you can't like, you refuse to believe. And then I get on and that's all it is. And it's just insane. But the craziest part about it is just after it happened, how people were like campaigning that like, Hey, you gotta like, you gotta cancel NBA games for like a week. Yeah. Like just the magnitude of just one person having an effect on the entire league. I mean, there wasn't a team out there that didn't do something to honor Kobe. And then, you know, the shot clock violations and stuff like that, the eight to 24s, all that. Yeah. They just, uh... yeah, it's just insane. But I mean, if they would have said, Hey, there's not going to be any games for, this entire week like they're not postponed they're just they're just canceled i mean no one would have 
thought they twice really about understood. it. It's insane. Yeah, it's I don't just... even think they would have understood. I think most of the players would have been like, okay, good. You know, yeah. I mean, he yeah. was for a lot of like the younger generation, like guys in like their young twenties. He was their he was their Jordan. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. He, he was I mean, that era's he, Jordan. I mean, we all grew up watching him and LeBron and stuff. So it's like, I mean, for our generation, for sure, it's a piece of like our childhood just completely exactly, gone. Right. Right. Like, I mean, he I was. Know, it, it's kind of like yeah. one of the first guys that we probably looked up to as like You're exactly right to be like as a kid. That's like, yeah, he's he's dead. Like, You're right. Know, he, it, his it first season, I think, everybody. was 1997. 19, 19, it was the yeah drafted in 96. So it was 96, 97. Yeah, that was his first season. I mean, he is the one player that, at least for me, up until when he passed, like he was the one player that I remembered from like the start of my like watching basketball all the way up until that point. Like I had been around Kobe like since I had followed basketball because I was like five or six in 1997. Like, and I was like, just when I was starting to realize, you know, what was going on and follow basketball, like I had basketball cards of Kobe. I had all kinds of, and I didn't even like Kobe like that. Um, but I recognized his greatness and how fucking good he was. And I remember like Froby. I remember Froby really, really well. I remember when he was wearing eight with the leg sleeve and just like the behind the back turnaround fucking reverse dunk, like just ridiculous shit. I mean, he was all over sport. I mean, my whole childhood was a bunch of Kobe shit. And so my yeah, first uh, basketball video game. Um, NBA courtside? <laughs> by chance? And he was on the cover of NBA courtside, which was a banger. Uh, uh, he wasn't on the cover of this one, but the first team I was was the Lakers because I was a big Shaq guy. And, like, so I just remember – Oh, I can't, like, tell how many time, I can't tell you how many times I've played against Kobe in a fucking NBA video game. It's <laughs> probably mean, triple digits. It pissed me off every time. <laughs> They're so fucking good. NBA Jam. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he and Shaq. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you're gonna pick the fucking Lakers. Like and, and getting mad at your brother for picking the Lakers because it's just the worst. And then you're like back then like the Nets with like Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson and some guy from Cincinnati. Like yeah, like they were always like the team. You know, like it, like I mean, like you know, like right now or at least like two years ago, like you can't be the Cavs, you can't be the Warriors. You know what I mean? Like right, they were yeah, that right. team. Like you can't be the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like everyone knows that you can't be the Lakers. Um, but he was so dominant for so long, and I think it's really cool when a player can like transcend eras. You know what I mean? Like he transcended eras. Not many players can do that. Um, like once they're kind of like the game evolves, like past them a lot of times. I mean, he, he was the guy for 18, 20 years, you know, like no matter what era came or how the game changed, he was still the man. Um, and I respected that. And I, I definitely respected that he was able to outlast like those shitty Laker years too. Yeah, Cause and I mean, he stuck I, with it. I always shout on him for this. I was like, man, he inherited fucking Shaq and Phil Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Fuck, and I used to always compare him to LeBron. I'm like, LeBron inherited shit. LeBron inherited Drew Gooden and fucking Zedrin Sogaskis and coaches you don't know, you know? Um, and I, I will always say that I think if LeBron had inherited what he inherited, he'd have like eight rings. But that's beside the point. But at the same time, he stuck through it with fucking shitty fucking uh, Smush Parker. You know what I mean? He was dealing with it with fucking uh, Chris Mim, you know? Like, he was, you know, he was duking it out back then it was really tough for him and then finally found his footing with Paul Gasol and those guys and Lamar Odom and all them but really cool career and I think that's you know part of what makes him who he was is he reinvented himself in like the late 2000s and became a whole different player uh you know he, he became the best player in the world there for a few years after being really really good his entire career I think in the late 2000s he reinvented himself became the best player in the world and like and I feel like I mean because my entire life has been a debate LeBron versus Kobe oh, Kobe dude, versus Jordan forever that was like for a like, whole decade yeah, so it and like that's really the only world I know is just debating that, and I was really hoping that um, Kobe dying and us losing a legend and an icon like that would end those stupid debates. Like, let's stop 
trashing great players because you like someone they're compared to. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that didn't stop it. Comparing like, completely different players from completely different eras. Yeah, and like, exactly. And I, I think part of it, too, if there's anything like I remember watching Kobe's final game and oh yeah. like sitting down one. and watching like the entirety of it and just like taking in the greatness and stuff, knowing it's literally the last time you're going to be able to watch someone who you've watched your whole life and like followed. But I've kind of tried to do that. And I think a lot of people have too with like watching Tom Brady or LeBron or Drew Brees, like just sitting down and watching it because I mean, in a few years from now, like the sports that our generation yeah. grew up watching with those figures, I mean, gone. it's not going to be too much longer before there's a whole new wave. And it's, I mean, Peyton Manning's know, gone. Like all, all the dudes that we pretty much grew up with are, I mean, exactly. other than like Brady and LeBron, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm, and especially now with Breeze, maybe Roethlisberger to an extent you could throw in. There, sure. But, but I think Breeze has gone. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Drew Gooden's time is coming and gone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, legends legends are fading, fellas. But, yeah, I think you're right. you got to appreciate the greatness while you got it. But um, that was all, you know, that today was, I think, is just trying to celebrate his life and uh, just kind of learn, you know, learn the lessons that he, you know, gave us. So really, really cool and uh, just a hell of a life that he lived. And, man, he fucking lived it all out, which I can absolutely 100% respect. It's just um, but- incredible to see, like, all these, like, um, Dwayne, Dwayne Washington from Ohio State, I was telling a story about um, – the time Everyone, he, yeah. about Kobe Bryant. It's All like these young players. Um, he impacted so many people, and not even just basketball players, just people in life. Like p- people that didn't make the NBA learned how to you know, continue the grind and have his that Mamba mentality mm-hmm. in whatever they were doing. Like waking up, waking up early to go practice your touches for soccer. Like it was not just basketball that he impacted. Yeah, he and, transcended basketball for sure. <laughs> And like that's and really how he was in retirement, challenging people. The the grind never stops. Like people tweeting at him, "Hey, what's my challenge for this season?" Like Cat and Giannis, yeah. Like, what what's my challenge? And he'd give it to him, and that was their goal. That's what and they were. He was toward. just that dude. Sorry, he was just that dude. When he spoke, you you listen, dude. Yeah. Like anytime, especially after his playing career. Like when he would pop up somewhere, I'm tuned in. You know, like he would pop up on like some random NBA broadcast or on some fucking like exclusive interview. I, I am honed in because he was just full of fucking wisdom, dude. And like his men, I'm always a believer in just like there's a reason people get to where they get to. It wasn't by accident because Kobe, for as talented as he was, he didn't get there because of his talent level. He got there because of his fucking ridiculous uh, commitment to his craft, bro. Like I loved his mindset and I, I always love like studying like those champion mindsets. I just loved anytime I could hear him speak. I'm like, I'm listening to every single word he has to say. Um, if I, I, if I were that. to go to dinner with him, I would not speak for the entire two hours we were there. Which is tough for us to do. Right. (laughs) It's tough for us to do. Uh, And I think with that, we should probably start wrapping this thing up. But uh, I I, I found, I think, I thought it would be, uh, I thought I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Kobe at all. Um, But I think that is all the content I have, unless you guys have any parting words. Fellas? I will hoe out real quick because that's what we do around here. Give us a like, give us a review. Five seconds, please, for this uh, hour and a half of stuff you didn't want. I'd appreciate it a lot help us make 34 dollars if you could um i'm just we don't don't care about that but it is it is a lot of work so just give us a like and say you're horny in the comments i don't give a shit and and the um 
<laughs> any any the, plugs, company man over here? Well, the, the timing of this is a little bad um, because here but it's something we've been working on for a little while. Guess what's guess what's in the works? Don't do it. Roll blob pod, gray joggers. Ooh, are they official? Uh, they're being worked on. Fuck yeah, dude. Who needs sad dog joggers when you can get right. rolled? I, I, fucking... I saw it because we were talking about that. Then I see the Yukon ones. I'm like, oh, fuck. We got to delay this. Dude, oh. home people need to do some fucking Xavier shit, by the way. Yeah. Time. They, we'll be able do. to see our blobs through the gray joggers or. Like, <laughs> well, you can't see mine we'll anymore. Much be left. <laughs> That's part of the king shit All that right, we're going to talk about with Andy. Is like, us, you yeah. have to position it in a way to where it's like. Not obvious, but like you're still, you know what I mean? Like putting it like the, like the imprint is what it's called in the business, I think. Yeah. Um, you need to have the yeah. imprint. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the entire point of them. Why, it, no one it, likes to wear gray. I don't know. I think they're kind of smooth. I, I, I'm here for them. I'm here for them. I've, I've always kind of liked gray sweatpants. I mean, yeah, I, mean I got my Xavier gray sweatpants on now. So I came ready. I got some gray sweats on too. Yeah. The pudding, boys. Have some. Got some. Accountability check. I don't know. Those are, I would it's call dark them, gray? they're dark gray. gray. It's dark gray. Char- charcoal gray. Yeah. They're not necessarily king gray, but they're gray. But you do have the running yeah. man shirt on, which is fucking yes, top. That is. There's like 50 shades of gray. And I think we each are wearing more or less ones. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. People have said that. Should I feel shame yeah. for that or? No, no, we don't kink shame okay. here. Okay, good. Just making sure. Just making sure. Well, I hope you enjoyed this ridiculous fucking thing that we call a podcast. And uh, get the fuck out of here, you fucking rascal. Hey, next podcast, we'll be previewing a basketball game. Roblox. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't jinx it, my dude. And uh, Coop, I'm going back to quarantine uh, and fuck Yo. the Gs. Roblox. Hey. Yeah, may as well. <laughs>